Good. What up, y'all? It's Preacher Lawson in the building. And you watching The Eagles Last Man. When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. And we're back for another episode of The Eagles Last Stand. I am Josh Sarnum, one of your hosts. I'm joined always with my partner in crime, Brandy Nicole. Brandy, how are you doing today? Hi. Good to be here. I'm happy. It's gonna be a day. It's, My hands are cold. It is gonna be a day. It is gonna be a day. It's and, gonna be a day and for it, sure. And you came in flexing too. You were just I like did. you were like, I look good today. I, I do look sorry, good. y'all. Like I'm sorry you had I brought I picked today to bring it this hard. Like <laughs> it is what it is. I'm just jealous of the fact that you have hair. Um but anyway. <laughs> Well, mine comes off, so you can wear it next week. That's true. I could wear it. Wear it next week. That's true. Everybody watches the show and there's like, what is Brandy going to wear next? Because like every, it's a different hairdo every time. Oh. She goes through wigs. I mean, it's it's I'm awesome. Sometimes I like wigs. I like hair extensions. Same. So, super Same. fun. I used to have blue hair. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, so Not for a while. <laughs> we we are recording at Comedy on Broadway like we always do, and we are joined today by a very special guest. I, I know normally we have comedians on here or some type of mind readers or spiritual people or whatever, but it, it, this today we have somebody very special because we're we're in the middle of getting ready to do our uh, industry showcase and our. Uh, our finals for the Funniest Comic Keys of the Mississippi contest. And one of the prizes for the contest is the winner gets to go out to um, wherever we actually send them for an audition with America's Got Talent. That's huge. And uh, I actually made a contact with uh, AGT a couple years ago, and she's on the show today. This is Nyla Durrani's on the show. There's and uh, she's, she's a casting producer for America's Got Talent. She's fantastic. I try. <laughs> and so welcome welcome to the show thank you it's it's uh, awesome having you here everybody's really stoked about the shows and tickets are selling and uh you know the place should be buzzing tonight so it'll be yeah. a lot of fun it'll be fun this is my second year actually attending right um yeah. so last year was a lot of fun got to meet joe deuce last year and then i got to meet um oh gosh who was the winner of the first year what's his sean name? reynolds sean Sean and I actually went out for um, lunch and uh, went to Cracker Barrel, and it was really nice. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Cracker Barrel while I'm here. Um, but uh, I got to meet him and talk to him since I wasn't able to the year before. Right. So I, I liked giving him that respect. And um, But it was a great experience last year, so I'm excited about this year. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we were talking about uh, Joe uh, went over to NoHo. And, mm, yes. and they loved him at NoHo. I mean, they liked him. So he, when he came to L.A. for auditions... Um, I actually introduced him to the North Hollywood or the the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, and to Jack Asadorian, and I was like, dude, you got to put this guy on on your show. Just just give him five minutes. I swear he's really funny. And like legit that night he was on, I got a text and he was like, hey, you were the one who sent me Joe, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, dude, just killed it. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Sometimes you worry, <laughs> that's, you know. That's my guy. Pressure on you too. Uh, yeah, it's pressure on me too. And then they accepted him in the NoHo Comedy festival Which is awesome they were, yeah i think unfortunately he couldn't make it because he had like book gigs I, last or year but didn't he go this year I, i'm pretty sure he was in there this was year. he there yeah. this year i didn't see him personally um but i know he he was uh, he was accepted and, yeah. and i don't even think he had to apply i think they were like no 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 you're in the festival and then that's a big deal yeah to get into the no yeah. Huge, yeah and he just did uh dry bar which is a big deal that's huge yeah i mean honestly dry bar is one of the best places for comedians to be showcased because it's all clean comedy right um and you know as 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 a casting producer other casting producers for like bring the funny and things like that they're definitely looking at dry bar oh yeah um yeah they're ev- you see them all over social media everywhere yeah. yeah 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 it's a great place it's a great place i'm i'm excited to see his his special absolutely yeah and, and we got six from more- the dry bar <laughs> yeah you, you know when the, the first two years are the finals for the contest actually had 12 people for you to look at each time mm. uh and because i had to reorganize the way the contest and i made it a lot harder <clears> this year for them because last time it was like you won your round you immediately went like you the top three went to the finals yeah which was just like you know you're kind of one and then in mm-hmm. well it wasn't like that this year there was many many rounds that they had to continually progress I saw through that. yeah I saw it was different this year for yeah sure, so i mean it. each one of them battled their butts off yeah and uh there's only six. Oh, yeah Oh, less show for me to watch. <laughs> well, it's you know same amount of show, just uh, less they're doing, comics. They're doing more time. Yeah, it's ten to twelve minutes each, mm. and uh, yeah. Okay, great. And yeah. they're from all over this side. Yeah, I mean we've got one coming from uh, New York, uh, all yeah. the way down here, and uh, I, I think let me see, uh, one's from West Virginia. 
Oh, wow. Um, we got one from, no, we got two from Louisville, and then two from here in Lexington. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Renopska's from Russia. Well, I mean, originally, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she, she had to go through the tundra to right. get here. The, the tundra, yeah. 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 She was hysterical when we we had a podcast with her. Oh, great. And, I'll have uh, to listen. She's she was, funny. She, she was decked out with full regalia. And she says, I'm, I'm dressed like a rapist. And we went, what? <laughs> she meant rapper. Oh. But she said rapist. <laughs> now, I could, we couldn't that, breathe for a lot of that podcast. That's, that's definitely her. Yeah. I, I, got to, I, got, I was blessed to see her when I was in New York at another Broadway-themed Right. <laughs> it was it was Broadway, Broadway. Comedy Club right. in New York, um, and it was it was uh, it was a showcase um, organized by Rich Brooks out there, who's a show booker. He was really great to work with. So hi to Rich. Um, but hi, Rich. Uh, but what's it called? When she got up on stage, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is this girl? Right. And then she started talking, and I was like, uh huh. And then I just found myself laughing. She was really one of my favorites um, out of, I think there was like 60 comedians in three days that wow. I saw. And she was definitely lot. one of my favorites. So I'm excited to just meet her again yeah. and, and see what she's going to bring to the table different this time. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that we got Ronuska coming in, and then uh, you got Andy Frampton out of West Virginia. Now, Andy did a uh, World Series of Comedy a couple of years in a row now. See, I thought I remembered his name. Yeah, I, I think, like, we talked about him, I think, two years ago when we okay. first started talking about World Series of Comedy. Okay. And uh, it, uh, I knew Andy had been there, and I said, hey, have you seen Andy? And you're like, I think he was one of the, the comics I saw, and we started talking about. But you'll actually get to see him here tonight. Okay, great. Uh, so he's a lot of fun. You remember Keith McGill from last I year? I love Keith, when, especially when he, like, flares his arms. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time he's like, I just laugh. I just, I first, first of all, I personally love physical comedy. Right. It's just so much more visual. Yeah. Um, so it definitely, especially when you're just sitting there and watching stand-up, 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 then someone's just a little more energetic. Yeah. It just Pulls really, it really does pull you in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then we got uh, Rich Reagan's coming in from uh, from Louisville as well. Another fantastic uh, comic that's been around a little while, and okay. he, you're again a hysterically funny guy. And then our Lexington guys, we got uh, Aaron Buckner. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron's been doing comedy quite a little while now, and he's he's just one of those one liner guys that just gets that stuff out there. He's, he's just the way he looks and his personality. It's, it's phenomenal. And then you got David Williams, another okay. guy that actually went to New York for a little while. Oh, okay. Uh, he opened for Jim Gaffigan up there. Nice. Yeah, he's he's done he's done some stuff. So I mean, all very funny guys. And, and none of them were on the last two. Um... Last finals? No, I don't think any of them actually. Uh, I don't think any of them were in, in the contest last year. I know Keith um, was. I think Keith, Keith was in the showcase. Okay. Yeah, Keith Keith did the showcase. Um, he didn't want like he told me. He said he goes. I, I don't know if it's fair because Keith's been doing comedy twenty years. He goes, I don't, I don't, I don't, he goes, I thought this was just for amateurs. I said, no, it's for anybody that wants <laughs> yeah. to do it. He goes, well, where do I send the money? <laughs> he was like, I'm in there then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so, good. I yeah. mean, they should, any comedian should always take every opportunity to be showcased, to do anything. And I think I was talking to you about it earlier. You know, one thing, um, you know, Jackie Fabulous has been on our show um, on AGT, and I saw her recently at Big Pine Comedy Festival, and she's posted on social media recently saying, you know, just because you've been around, you know, just because I won, or not won, but I was a semi-finalist on, on America's Got Talent doesn't mean I shouldn't be going to shows and watching comedians and networking and meeting with people and doing stuff. I mean, it's really important. So just because he's been in the business for 20 years doesn't mean he should ever sign himself out of anything yeah. I, th I think he was just talking he didn't want to take an opportunity from an amateur so oh yeah. come on take take it by the balls you should just <laughs> jump in you shouldn't be so i mean you should be nice in this industry but at the same time you shouldn't sell yourself short you should you should be go thinking about yourself yeah. you are your own manager yeah. and if you're going to give away the opportunity to somebody else that's on you. That's on you. Absolutely. You know? totally. Absolutely. No, yeah. and I, that's why Susie said, I said, it's not just for amateurs. Mm -hmm. He jumped on it. He's like, heck yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, this, the, that brings up another uh, great thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's just comics always are asking, you know, what can we do to go to that next level? What, what are the, the steps you need to take to, like, you know, actually get in there and do some of the, the fun stuff that instead of just doing these bar shows, what, what's, what's the next level? I mean... Um, I think for me, uh, the biggest piece of advice that I give, honestly, is um, you should be signing up for competitions and festivals, especially. Festivals, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a Facebook group called uh, Comedy Competitions and Comedy Festivals. Yeah. Um, you should be on that. You should be in every single comedy page on Facebook. Um, even if you're not a part of the L.A. scene, you should be part of those L.A. comedy festival yeah. scenes or shows. 
Um, you should be following every single comedy club. I mean, this is what I do. You yeah. know, um, that's why I have two Facebook accounts because if I had to look at that stuff all day, I would never see my cousins post about her kids. Exactly. So <laughs> I keep them separate. And, and you know, and as, a, as an artist, you should have a separate page too, in my opinion. Um, but uh, the one piece of advice I give is, you know, if you're not able to get into festivals, then you should be volunteering at festivals um, because those volunteers sit in the vans. They, um, what's it called, um, and pick up industry people from the airport, drive them around to each show. Yeah. And if you really think about it, you these industry people, six or seven of them, just pile up in a van after seeing a comedy show. They're a little tipsy, so their mouths are a little loose, <laughs> you know. And the yeah. driver's sitting in the front as, you know, you're the driver and you're quiet and you're listening to all the industry people talk about those comedians you who were just on stage. You get the front seat to the notes. Absolutely. Yep, you get the front seat to the notes. And being a volunteer, sometimes those comedy festivals will give you that five-minute spot. You know, now, granted, that five-minute spot is when I'm going to the bathroom, but I'll catch that last three minutes sure. that you're doing because I'm trying to rush and get back to my seat as well. I'm not taking all the free time. Um, so you still get seen by industry. You're still talking because it's not like you're just a driver. You're the, hanging out with the comedians. Sure. You're hanging out with the industry people. And you're just you know, talking to them. You're making friends with the festival organizers. And maybe next year when you apply, they're going to say, you know what? He was really funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, that five minutes was really funny. Let's give him a chance. I've seen it happen at Big Sky, you know, um, I've seen people be volunteers two years later, they're on the festival, you know? So I think the biggest thing I say is, is try to volunteer for festivals. That's a, I think that's a great advice. Something that yeah. a lot of, you know, people don't think, don't think about. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, it's kind of similar to anything else. You know, you want to get in and see, you know, how the professionals are doing things and the people who run the professionals, what they're doing. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, that, that is literally part of the rise and grind of yeah. it instead of just, Oh, I'm funny. Yeah. I actually yeah. interned for a comedian for for like four or five months uh, about eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Can you, can you say what? Oh, yeah. His name is Rajiv Satyal. He's a he's a comedian um, from Cincinnati, actually. The most white bread Indian man I've ever met. <laughs> he collects he collects Coca-Cola memorabilia. So, I, I mean, that. everything in his apartment is or it used to be. He's married now and I haven't seen his apartment in uh, years. All, it's all so, gone. I'm it's all gone. <laughs> Sure it is, or it's in storage, or it's just like one section of his office or something. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he he's from Cincinnati, and he was he was actually Hassan Minaj's uh, roommate, and so yeah. so they were roommates and everything. And uh, I met Hassan one time briefly, and like a year later, I was like, I think I met that guy at Rajiv's house. Um, <laughs> looks super familiar and he was on the daily show but no Rajiv needed someone to like just clean up his emails and check his social media and stuff and it was it was tedious and it was really boring yeah. um but it was my way of like kind of stepping into the comedy scene mm -hmm. and seeing like how does how does a comedian work you know and he was managing himself and he was touring a lot and he was more of a corporate comedian yeah you know he does do you know stand up at comedy clubs but he was more of a corporate one um, he used to work for Procter and Gamble, so he's a really smart comedian. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's how I did it. I interned, so yeah. it, being a volunteer at a festival is that's like interning. We all have smart. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my biggest piece of advice. I rant, so just stop me. And no, no. You. I mean, all this is great. I mean, that was why I I got a job here at Comedy <clears> on Broadway was because I wanted to know the other side of the business and plus it gave me insider's view and the great thing about working here is that I, I'm a comedian and I'm here and the boss says I need somebody now oh Josh is working the door well good Josh can do it you yeah. know and I get asked a lot to get up on stage and I've, I've been blessed to be able to open for a bunch of people because yeah I took this job and this job is it's minimum wage it's not yeah you know, I'm not making a ton of money here yeah. but it wasn't about the money it was yeah. about learning the other side of the business and mm -hmm. that's the key people don't get it's not show fun mm -hmm. it's show business it's a it's a business there it is, it's, folks. it's an yeah. industry yeah there it is it's, it's probably it's probably 80 percent business 20 percent fun I mean yeah you know, 100 percent yeah like, my fun doesn't come until August, September, and it's like one night, and then that's it. Like, it's the wrap party. The, yeah. uh, and, and the next day, I have to be at work at 9 a.m., you right, know? Right. So, you know, it's all business for us. So, and I don't stop. It's Thanksgiving week. Right. And here we are. Yeah. yeah, I'm technically not getting paid to be here. Right. I, I am not getting paid this week from AGT because we're on vacation. Right. You know, and here I am 
doing this out here doing this stuff yeah just because i honestly i love it but at the same time it's you know i have to be here because when i come back in a week i want more names on my list to show Mm. yeah you know and it might not even be the winner you know it might be somebody else that didn't technically win the the competition i'm like they're really good you know so you just never know who you're gonna see who you're gonna meet you know, I met and, that DJ last year. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and anytime uh, anybody comes into a, a contest like this and they're getting ready to go up either for the finals or they're coming, you know, to give a first impression to somebody <laughs> who might be in the room, what's your, your advice to them when they're getting up on stage? Like, how should they be dressed? Like, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people would really benefit from hearing you say this. Well, I would, before you answer, I would yeah. also like to hear what you do not like to see. I was yeah. going to start with yeah. that, actually. That, no, that, I was that. like, I'm going to start with this one story. Yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely do that. I don't want to call out the comedian, but I'm sure if he ever hears this, which I'm sure he won't. Um, We've got international listeners. I'm sure no. this one comedian <laughs> will not. Uh, so he, this one guy, he was like maybe 24 years old. He um, came to my, he was one of the 40 kids that came, kids, adults, uh, came to my uh, Broadway comedy club showcase. And he was also one of the door guys. I, I recognized him from earlier coming inside, you know. So when he came on stage, I was like, oh, that was the door guy. But as he came on stage, knowing that I was there, like, they all knew. I did a little, like, five-minute prep in the green room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, guys, just show your best stuff. Don't, don't necessarily audition with me. Just show your best. And he came on stage and flipped off the whole audience as he was walking on stage and said, like, F you to the whole audience and then he did his material, and it was so dirty. It was just so off-putting. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to work with this no, thank guy. thank you. Yeah, no. And, like, later he was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to do your show. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> um, what the hell? Yeah, and then I, I, when we were talking, I was like, yeah, but you have to understand, like, I work with other people. I, I know other people, and I could have, you know, if you'd done a – cleaner set or you didn't come on flipping off the audience i could have sent your name to a college booker friend of mine which i was just at naca last weekend and i was like oh you guys need to call this person oh you need to call this person oh you need to put this person on your roster and they were writing they were writing down the names in front of me right i didn't email them they were writing them down um and so i it's just like don't don't come on the stage pompous, I guess, is, like, the yeah. biggest. Don't come on the stage with, like, a horrible attitude. But that's the worst thing that I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> um, also, if you know industry is going to be in the room, you know, come with your best set. Don't necessarily, you know, for TV. Don't necessarily come in with um, what you think that person wants to hear. I just did a showcase, um, uh, all-Asian showcase in L.A., <laughs> and it it was great. Um, it was it was run by my friend um, Eric Esteban out there. He did a great job. But the one thing I did notice was we did a podcast before, uh, about a week, week, two weeks before, so those comedians could listen to the podcast so they could be better prepared for that showcase, sure. which was great. And I had also announced my pregnancy on his podcast. It was like the first, like, so because I had already announced it on social media, but it was like yeah. the first verbal, yeah. like, announcement I did. And... Um, a lot of the comedians came in with pregnancy jokes or they were like, Oh, Nyla, you're about to have a baby. And they were doing the comedy for me. And I was like, Oh, I can't use that joke. I can't use that joke. So now I don't know what you're going to do. And they were doing their two minute routine that they would have done on AGT. So it was like, okay, I'm glad you listened to the podcast and you came prepared, but you weren't supposed to come in for jokes for Nyla. You were supposed to come in for jokes for the show. Right. So, that was my other like thing. I was like, mm, that that was. I mean, it was great. It was great showcase. But that was the one thing I saw. I was like, oh, I wish they hadn't done that. Because did you feel like you weren't really getting their comedy? Yeah. It was just kind of something they did for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, don't do it for me. Know the know the industry that's coming in the room and do it for them. Meaning the the show, the project. You know what they work on. Do it Not, for America. Do it for your country. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now there are there are blue comics out there yeah. that just do blue comedy, and they'll probably never be on a TV because of <clears throat> the type of comedy they do. But that doesn't mean that there's not somebody you know that you can put them in in, in contact. One hundred percent. I know right. Carnival. I know Princess Cruise yeah. Lines. I know College Bookers. I know Festival People. You know, and not saying that they can't get on. Maybe they get on HBO. Maybe they get sure. on Showtime. Maybe they get on late night like. Um, 
um, like BET or something like that. You sure. know, like there are different different uh, things. My those shows I work on are more family friendly. Yeah, but doesn't mean I don't know those people. Right. And sure. college bookers definitely want some dirty comedians. Oh yeah. Especially the younger comedians that do dirty. Yeah. Um, you know, and I kept like everybody was so like there was there was a group of people uh, they're so concerned about. Well, it has to be all clean, right? It has to be all clean. I was like, no, it doesn't. Listen, um, anything can be cleaned up, or right? you can you can come back with it clean, mm-hmm. you know, or cleaner or a new version of it or whatever. But no, if your comedy is this, then just do that. I mean, yeah. she wants to see you at your best. If yeah. that's your best, that's what she wants to see. Yeah, one hundred percent. Last night was I can't remember if if Scott Wilson said it or if it was Vic Hanley. I think it was Vic who said, you know, he's like, all my jokes are clean. I just use the f word a lot. Right. Like, so when I'm in a corporate setting, I can just omit that, but yep. I still have the same set. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and there are corporate gigs that want you to be dirty. Right. You know. Well, I mean, maybe maybe. <laughs> Maybe you host the AVNs, which is the adult, you know, network. There you so, go, yeah. And, you know, they always need hosts that are funny and stuff like that. I don't personally know anybody there yet, but I don't know. Um, maybe I do. I don't know. But um, So if you're watching, okay. Hit me up. I know comedians. <laughs> um, but, but, but to go back to your question, I think the best thing you should do is know the industry in the room. If you don't know the industry, you just know there's industry in the room. You know, try to do the best for television that is network television. That's like the basic channels. Um, Come in with things that you think can be put on television. That definitely means no branding. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do a five minute Starbucks joke, change it to a coffee shops. You know, don't don't use yeah. brand this, brand that, brand this because we can't talk negative about brands on right. any network. Sure. You know, because they are they don't want the backlash like you're you know saying negative things or maybe they are a sponsor. You know, right. like if you were wanting to do jokes um, for AGT, I would never suggest doing Dunkin' Donut jokes because right. we're <laughs> we're sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> You know, things like that. And then the next thing is come in camera presentable. Big thing. You know, I've seen so many comedians come in with, like, a little tear in their shirt. And it's, it's, it's not a big deal. I know if you're on a show like mine or other shows, you're going to be more camera presentable. Fine. Yeah. But I'm looking at you as a product. You know, don't look like a schlub. You know, dress nicer. Dress, I always say dress like you'd be going on a first date with somebody. You know, you're selling the best parts of yourself. You're, you're coming on with a good smile, a good attitude, good energy. Don't, don't, don't put your hands in your pockets the whole time because that shows me you're shy yeah. or nervous you know don't say um on stage it's like oh and then um yeah you know what i'm talking about or you're laughing at yourself because those to me show that you don't have a transition between your jokes and you're just trying to trying your best you're trying your best (laughs) but i i need something that translates and transitions well um so that would be another one just don't come present camera presentable don't look like a schlub have a really good transition to your routine and with a routine it should start strong and it should end strong and i always say a nice callback at the very end really rounds out a a set so you know don't play for the audience in the room and your community because, of course, they're going to laugh at jokes about Lexington, about how many Waffle Houses are on every single corner out here. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, if you're from New York City, you're not going to laugh about that, especially if you're an industry person you've never been to a Waffle House in your life. True. You know, I have. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you, you, want to, you want to make sure that you're doing something that's, that's, that's relatable nationwide. So those are, those are a couple things I would say. Those, those are, are smart, yeah. Yeah, no, all great points. Uh, we got to take a commercial break. Okay. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back after these messages, guys. Our first rate comedy was second to none. The comics are waiting, so join in the fun. Two decades of moral decay. Comedy on Broadway. What's up, Kentucky? This is Rex Chapman. I've struggled with addiction in the past. Today, I'm often asked where someone can turn for help. Bridgeway Institute Kentucky offers NAD plus IV therapy to end addiction without horrible withdrawals. I've used NAD plus. NAD plus is a revolutionary treatment that helps heal the brain-destroying disease of addiction. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, visit Bridgeway Institute at bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. 
you might just be the one to save a life. That's bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Did we come back to that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely. They know. They know. <laughs> they, they already know. They already know. Welcome back. Uh, we're sitting here talking with uh, uh, Nala Durrani and uh, I'm Brandon still here. And I'm sorry and, about that. <laughs> we love you. Stop it. <laughs> and we were talking about uh, different tips for uh, comedians that are, are going in front of industry or, or in competitions or whatever and the things they need to remember when they go to stage. And uh, you were just talking about presentability, mm-hmm. making sure you're. Uh, like not like this <laughs> or with the hair all over your or this no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding that's cute actually i wish i had one keep my ears warm and Keeps again my wig you, straight. you guys have hair and um <laughs> yeah okay but <laughs> all right so let's I mean, switch we do. it's right here yeah thanks yeah you're, you're... i do too sometimes i just gotta pluck it out <laughs> leave it alone it's all i got <laughs> <laughs> this is the most hair i've ever had okay um so, uh, switch gears a little bit. Uh, you are an, a fantastic cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you learned I that last night. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we should have brought some for them. That would have been great. Because you have still, so much. We could still, <laughs> like, shut up my back right could, here. And I'm we, okay with that. Yeah. We get to, for some reason, that's very funny to Brandy. Tell uh, me it's not funny. What? what? The, okay, there's two things that are funny. I don't care what the situation is. A dead man floating down a parachute and an adult shitting up their back. Adult shitting up the back is definitely funnier than a dead man in a parachute. Well, no, no, no. Let me, you know, just, but gently, not like wind whipping his face, just, it's more the landing. Did it's, you see that 90-year-old man who went, um, jump, uh, jumped out of the plane after his wife died on their anniversary? No. I did. Oh, it was the most heartwarming thing. See, now I was hoping for the dead man landing. Oh, he no, he didn't did die. He didn't die. Thank God. But Spoiler alert. He lived. <laughs> he lived. He, he, he did have a parachute. Yeah, he had it. Was, he was uh, strapped to somebody. I was going to say, his wife said he's got everything to live for now. Oh, God. <laughs> see, funny. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I cooked for I cooked for Josh last night and his wife. Yeah. I took his wife to an Indian store. Um, so I'm Pakistani, my background, my dad's side, and so I was raised cooking Pakistani food with my dad since yeah. I was like five, six, seven, eight. Like I love that. he would be like, "Go to the kitchen, go to the fridge, and get ginger and garlic." And so I'd run. And like later in life, when I moved out and and everything, I would cook at home. He's like how do you know how to cook? <laughs> you never cooked for, I'm like, well, you never let me cook for you guys. But obviously I was watching and it's helping. Funny. Yeah. And Nyla cut up the onion and I was like, okay. And like, I was doing everything without him knowing I was doing yeah. everything. So anyways, he, he's seen pictures of my cooking and I've talked about my cooking before. And, uh, so his wife had said like, she would love to have learned a couple recipes. So last night I taught, I taught her three recipes, um, which I know she, I told her to put two spoons of chili powder in. I think she'll stick with one. Um, so I said, next time you cook, maybe like do, do a spoon and a half. Let's try it and we'll go down from there. Um, but I I taught them, I taught her, I went to the Indian store and I taught her about the the spices and how to look. That's a whole new world for white people. Uh, ridiculous. It yeah. sure is. She was just like, ooh, all these spices. And I was like, don't go to Whole Foods and buy spices, guys. Like, you can buy a thing of, like, chili powder for $3. And when you go to Whole Foods, you buy, like, a little thing for, like, eight ninety nine. Yeah, that's yeah. totally true. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Go to an Indian store anytime you want any spice. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything. Um, like, turmeric is, like, you buy a bag this big for 4 bucks, but you can buy, like, a little thing. At Whole Foods for fifteen, it's very like, true. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, again, I just know this because I grew up in the culture. But I taught I taught his wife a lentil soup Ooh. and everything you eat over rice or with bread. Yeah, um, and then I taught her a uh, excuse me a stew beef and squash curry Ooh. and a potato and beef uh, like stew beef curry, which is basically like it's like. Beef stew, but yeah. Pakistani version. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, he liked that one the most. Yeah. I, they, they like the potato one and the squash one with the beef. They were amazing. And I'm eating it, and it's it's hot, but it's like I'm, I'm doing fine. And then I get to the lentil, and I ate some of the lentil, and, and something right in this region. I could see it. Something I right see, in this I'm region. I'm like watching it was, him from it across like, the table. It was like right here. Went. It's something like that is what happened. I, it was. It was. It was. I just kept watching him, just kind of like push slowly. around the food. I was like, I'm having internal hemorrhaging. I think is what's going on. He's like, I'm not going to enjoy this later. Uh, uh, but his daughter actually had a couple bites this morning. Was I was like, I was like, she likes it. Uh, no, he he liked it, but it was just like. No, she was. She was like, he's. You're handling it better than your daddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was great. But there's there's so many leftovers. I was like, you don't have to cook for Thanksgiving. You got enough there here. You, go. you know, just use it and just like, hey, it's a side dish we still have from a couple days ago. You guys want to eat some? It was delicious, though. What, what was really odd? It's it's a different spice. Like like I can eat jalapenos and Tabasco. Right. And I'm just like wolfing it down. I love that. It's a different type of spice, yeah. so it hits you different. And it's different from Indian food too. Well, I wouldn't know. Uh, but, Indian food. Well, yeah, you know. But I mean, obviously, I'm bad at identifying things. Um, but I mean, like, my wife can't handle spice at all. Yeah. And she was eating that, no yeah. problem. And it was like, well, look at you, you know. Yeah. And she she enjoyed it, which yeah. I thought was awesome. It was, and she liked the one that you couldn't eat. Yeah. She'd finished that one first, yeah. which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Um, but I had told them, I was like, stop from, and get, because I totally forgot when I was at the store to the get yogurt. yogurt. I was like, stop and get yogurt. <laughs> so glad I got the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're going to be happy you got that, because it, it definitely tones it down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that was super fun to teach her. So yeah, yeah, it was great. It's great. I, I I don't normally get to cook for people. It's usually just myself, and then I eat it for a week. Yeah, and my boyfriend loves my cooking. Oh, which, well, that's, that's good. Which is, I couldn't. I would never have kept dating him. If no, he it's, it's, it's like it's like third date. I'm like, why didn't you come over for dinner? And if they can't handle it, I'm like, okay, that was our last date. Um, it's happened. It's, it's time happened. For you to go. It's happened in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've actually dated guys in the past mm. that they've come over and they're just like. Oh, this is too spicy. I couldn't handle this, and I'm like, well, then we don't have a future. Yeah. Wait till you see spice. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no. What was awesome about it though is like, uh, it was like an hour later. You had you had gone to bed, oh. and and I had got up because Christina's still working. She always works, and I, I went the other room. I was like. Thinking about getting some more. <laughs> She's like, it's too late. Go back to bed. I'm like, yeah, yeah, much. you'll get a little heartburn with that. Um, the only problem mm. with Pakistani food, it does have a lot of oil, so it's high in cholesterol. Yeah. Um, and so I did teach her how to make it with ghee, which is ghee is just clarified butter essentially. Um, so next time she might cook it with ghee, and it might have a different flavoring, which will be a butter buttery more buttery flavoring yeah. so it might tone it down um but that's the only thing that's bad about pakistani cooking um is what just... was the stuff in the jar that we were dipping oh into? so it was like mango pickles so a jar yeah. like a ch- Ooh. Like... so you say mango and you immediately think sweet you'd think wrong it, uh, it had a tang <laughs> kick it, a little bit but it was funny because she's like just put a little on the because she made what were the cracker things she oh made? so it's like they're fried chips but they're called popper Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, she's like, just take some, put it on there, and I put apparently way too much. And she's like, she's like, yeah, that's uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> that's so you went why. more okay. salsa, not caviar. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not salsa. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like when they're, and I, I plated your food for you. Yes, you did. So I was usually the first time people eat my cooking, I don't let them serve themselves. Yeah. Because they'll just like pile up with rice and then they'll just put more curry on. I'm like, this is not spaghetti. <laughs> so that's exactly what I would do. Right. Like, you are going to hate yourself after three bites because yeah. you need more rice. Right. Yeah. You know, um, to like spread it, spread the curry out. And that curry goes far. Yeah. yeah. You know, actually, I think I put too much for you guys. Well. Um, but maybe, maybe too much of the uh, I, dal, I, which I is was, the lentils. I was totally like the potatoes were amazing they just melted oh my god yeah the potatoes came out really good a little bit of yogurt with some of that rice and then a potato it was like money yeah i woke up this morning and his wife was like do you want some coffee some bacon some eggs i was like no i'm just gonna eat the leftovers (laughs) last night i mean that's what i grew up on i was my parents would always be like don't eat the leftovers and i'm like but i want it for breakfast (laughs) they were having it for dinner tonight uh yeah so i'm a huge cook i also uh taught myself how to make soup dumplings a year ago which are so it's so easy guys yeah you just go get the dumpling wraps from the store yeah you know you make you take like ground chicken or ground turkey or beef or pork or whatever and and you put your, your did you go like this at me with pork just because i was a cop you were like, <laughs> oh no i was doing it because you're white but that's <laughs> you're a southerner you know that's all i was doing pork the you other know, white meat pork. <laughs> <laughs> but you take you take whatever meat you want ground and then you put like some green onions some like uh some like mushroom sauce, some soy sauce, you know, so maybe some onions, whatever vegetable you yeah. want in there, mix it all up. And then you make tiny little meatballs, like really, really tiny, like yeah. super tiny meatballs, like less than, less than a quarter yeah. size. Um, and then you make basically um, meat broth, like a broth, yeah. but meat-based broth, um, jello. 
Oh. It's just meat jello. <laughs> it's not meat jello, it's the broth. You know, yeah. it's not vegetable broth, it's meat broth, like a like a beef broth or a chicken broth, whatever you want to do. So it has the jello consistency. It has the jello consistency. And so cold. What, Cold. Yeah, you, okay. you, you put it in, it's liquid, you put it in the fridge, and it, 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 solidi- it solidifies yeah. as a jello, um, coagulates, if you will. Coagulate. Coagulates. And um, when you take it out, word. you take your fork and you break it all up, and you do that for a reason, which I learned later. Um, and you break it all up, and then you take the little wrapper, you take the little meatball, and then you take a little bit of that broken up jello, and you put it inside, and you you know tie it up at the top just like a normal dumpling yeah. which is the trickiest part i will be honest because when you steam them later sometimes they open up and then and then you have the no the broth comes out oh yeah, yeah so but that's the thing when you steam it that jello turns back into a broth and that's how soup dumplings are made it's so easy. I was like, this is it? That's all it is? Oh, that's easy. So, yeah, I, I kind of take She's a, like, throw some curry on that. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually tried to make curry ones. Like, that did not work. That worked. Um, but, yeah, I just, like, I, I just sometimes I get cravings for things, and I don't want to spend $15 yeah. for, you know, something like that. Instead, I spend $15, and I have 90 dumplings. Yeah. Sure. You know? And then I'm like, does anyone want dumplings? Like, I need to clear out my freezer. Because uh, I want to make something else. Like, um, I'm not Hispanic, but I taught myself how to make tamales. I watched one. Oh, I love tamales. One YouTube video. It's so Easy. easy. So easy. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a huge cook. I, I will stop because I'm ranting again about No, food. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's really fun about you is you're actually a fire eater. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah I'll, show you, I'll show you videos afterwards. Yeah, she actually eats fire. I eat fire. You know, I, don't, big... I don't spit fire. No. Yeah. But I, I, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I started doing it in... Um, I started doing it in March this past year. So about a, about a week before I met my boyfriend... Which, like, on our first date, I was like, oh, yeah, I just recently took my first fire eating class. And he was like, okay. And I was like, I don't know if this impresses him or scares him. Um, and That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's the, like, I saw your video of the first, like, the first real one you did. Yeah. And the look on your face, were you, like, scared as hell? Like, oh, I was scared. Because, I mean, that it's, it's like a good size. Torch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, a torch. Yeah, and you got to kind of, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a lot of sexual innuendos when you're, oh, she's teaching it. One is, you know, you don't bite. And I was like, oh, that's right, you don't bite. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I know this, sorry. Um, but basically, um, one day I was, I was on set in March, because in March we filmed for AGT, the mm-hmm. first round of auditions. And I was looking at the schedule, and I worked like six days in a row, and I had Monday and Tuesday, well, I had Tuesday off, but I got off work at like six o'clock on Monday, and I was like, I'll go run an Airbnb and I'll take my dogs and we'll have like, we'll check in on Monday night and we'll check out late on Tuesday and it'll just be a relaxing, just get away really quickly. You know, I just, I just need some space from this crazy, because I was around so many people all the time and I'm working from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. and I'm just exhausted and my dogs aren't getting walked and I just kind of wanted to get them out and I was looking at Big Bear and all these other places out in L.A. And I couldn't find anything open for one day that allowed dogs. Sure. And so then there's this little button that said experiences. <clears throat> so when you go to these towns, even here in Lexington, when yeah. you go to towns, you can hit experiences and you can go pet or feed horses at one of these tracks and stuff like that. And so I looked at all these experiences in L.A. and there was like um, beehives. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get stung. Well, let's stay away from that one. Yeah. And uh, there was like pet a goat you know, or hug a goat, <laughs> you know, and you go feed goats and pet goats and stuff. And like you were like, nah. No. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, then there was like throwing clay. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to throw clay on a wheel and do that but like it was like ghost? yeah like ghosts I love like that ghosts. yeah is, that was exactly what I thought does too. the ghost yeah. come with it were you I mean does a hot man come with it like that was my theory I'd pay extra I'd pay sure. extra for sure if it was like a man I don't man. want to do it like, <laughs> you but that was $75 for an hour and a half and I was like, mm, that's a lot for an hour and a, a half. Lot, yeah. yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But then there was one class and it said fire eating. And it was $45 for two hours. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I can cast this girl. Uh, <laughs> that, was my first, that was my first thought. I wonder if I can cast her. And I saw her name and I copy pasted it into Facebook. And I saw we had like 30 friends in common. Out of those 30 people, I had worked with pretty much all of them trying to cast them. Yeah. Or I had cast them. Ah, awesome. um, Like on things like The Gong Show. 
And so I was like, okay, this lady is legit, you know? And so I thought, if anything, this will be a great networking opportunity. I probably won't do it, but it'll be a fun experience. I get to be like, I took a fire eating class, Mm," you know, whatever. (laughs) And I ended up, I ended up going to the class and she was really cool. And within 35, 40 minutes, um, you know, the first thing you do is like, just touch the fire. And I was taking the stick, the torch and just going like that. I was like, oh, it's not hot at all. It's like, it's not hot. Yeah. And I mean, it's warm. But it's not like, oh, my God, my hand's on fire. Yeah. You know, I even did this, and there was, like, a flame. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, that was crazy. And <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. And um, the one thing is I do have sensitivity in my arms because I, I had um, two pinched nerves and, and, and something in my arm when I was 29. So when you, you can, like, roll the fire up and down mm-hmm. your arms, and I'm like, we're just not going to do that one. Yeah. It's totally different. That feeling for me is, and she's like, I've never had anyone have sure. that experience, so it's good to know. So I do it on my legs instead. Um, but yeah, so she taught me how to do it, and I did it. And like he said, he saw the first video, and, and you see me just go, oh my God, I did it. <laughs> and legit, after I did it, I was like, I want to do it again. Just a feeling of power. Yeah. I, I was love like, it. I'm like, I can't be, I mean, I'm totally afraid of giving birth, but still... <laughs> I'm four months, and I'm just like that terrifies the hell out of As me. As it should. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And but she's got four kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tubes are tied after this one. Um, Smart. Yeah. See. And um, my tubes have been tied for years. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Uh, but I ended up going. Okay, I'm going to come back next week. And I ended up taking classes and classes and classes. I love it. And yeah, and and so it's so interesting because I ended up like looking on Instagram and like fire eaters, and I would see tricks, and I'd be like, "Hey, I want to learn this trick." Yeah. And she ended up incorporating a trick that I found, and she was like, "I was inspired by that," and she ended up adding it to her own show. Um, and and I went to her show, and she did it, and like later she's like, "You know, I did that just for you," and I was uh, like. So sweet. But she's a great teacher and she's been part of like fringe fests all around the country. She's won Indiana Fringe Fest actually. Nice. Yeah. Best show, Indiana Fringe Fest. So I'm very proud of her. Um, She's Vixen Cat Vixen on uh, Instagram. Totally, highly look her up. She does burlesque, glass walking, um, aerial. She does everything. I love this lady. Yeah, she's great. And she's a part time moil. A what? A moil. Definitely not. I think she she's British, but I don't think she's Jewish. Um, but she's she, and her her boyfriend's actually. Um, she takes tips. Come on. <laughs> well, you walked I'm into out. it. <laughs> she uh, her boyfriend's actually like a he he puts the chemical in his mouth and then spits, spits it, it out. out, and she won't do that. Yeah. So. It's interesting, but she's she's a really cool teacher. I haven't taken some classes in a while because I'm four months pregnant and everyone's begging me not to do it while I'm pregnant. Um, Baby's so, going to come out spitting fire. Yeah. I, I do want one picture. I want to do a photo shoot when I'm a little bigger, and I want to have the fire. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I yeah. just think it would be like the coolest photo. Absolutely. And I keep trying to tell AGT, I'm like, hey, you know, in February when we're at LA Auditions, if you need, if you need any um, B-roll, I'd be happy to... Um, <laughs> that pregnant woman eating fire you know in the background yeah i'm I'm just trying to convince them so bad um but i think they're also like we don't want anything to happen to you and i'm like i don't breathe it in guys (laughs) that's that's when it's dangerous is when you go (gasps) but it's basically it's science you just put it on your tongue as you're putting it you're doing it at an angle and as you're doing it at an angle you're actually making like a long note like ah but you're going you know so you're breathing it away from your face and by the time it touches your tongue it singes and you're basically blowing it out as you put your lips around it brilliant it's science that's all it is and i taught it to um a a canadian comedy club booker named susan thompson who i think is great i know susan you know susan i love susan um i did make her do a video saying nyla's not responsible (laughs) if anything happens it's on her instagram it's the best video uh, she posted on her Instagram, which I loved. But I taught her um, at the San Diego Comedy Festival in the back alley. <laughs> but all the comedians were in the back alley, and they all had their hands out, and I would just go across all of their hands. you know. Um, and her, she, she actually uh, followed through with it. But um, they were all watching us do it, and she was just like, after she did it, I taught her in 30 minutes, and after she did it, she's like, I want to do it again. Exactly. <laughs> like, you see it on her face. Yeah. She's like, that was awesome. Um, so I totally suggest looking her up and looking at that video. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, 
this is something I tell people all the time. One of the reasons why I did fire eating classes is because the freak show and sideshow communities don't take AGT or the gong show or there's some of the other talent shows I've worked on in general. They don't take them seriously. Right. They're just like, oh, you guys are just going to make fun of us or something. You know, sure. they, you know, but at the same time, I'm just like, we've seen it all. I've seen a regurgitator on our show, which is yeah. part of the freak show community. He, he swallowed a... Um, now, that was on AGT Champions, this one. But he swallows a... Uh, like a champion. <laughs> he swallows a... What is it? A pool, pool ball? Like a, a Q. A Q? A Q, Q ball. Q ball. Uh, the eight ball. He swallowed the eight ball. That's just the eight ball. <laughs> Q ball is the white ball. Oh, yeah. So he swallowed the, 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 the eight ball. And, and you see him swallowing and he goes, ah, you don't see anything. And then he regurgitates it back up. So, I mean, when you see stuff like that or you've seen someone who does sword swallowing, climbs up a rope and then does a death drop with the sword still in that. his mouth. I'm like, yeah, but we've had so many of you guys on. Your, your, you know, mental flossing, which it's called, you know, you, you take something. I have and, no time for that. Oh, it's so cool, man. And you do, you, you do that. Like, I've seen that. How are you going to step it up? So those people put it on fire. <laughs> I've seen that. So, okay. but, but when you've seen so many things and you're just like, you know, I have to reach out to this community and they don't respect shows that I've worked on in the past yeah. or work sure. on. I go, oh, I totally understand. I'm also a fire eater myself. So I yeah. totally get, we can't do X, Y, and Z. And then they're like, oh, okay. She's, she's part of us. She's one of you us. Know, she's one of us. And then they actually talk to me. Sure. And I've been invited to the Hootenanny, which is a huge sideshow freak show uh, festival in Louisiana. I haven't been able to go yet. Oh, that sounds like that would be. You guys should totally go. It sounds like a lot of fun. It's run by yeah. Regina Buttmuncher. Um, but as, as, it, as it would be. Yeah, I think that's her last name. But I think that's. And if it's not, her. we just insulted the crap out of her, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, or is it bun? No one bun, likes a bun, butt munch. Bun, bun muncher, something like that. It is literally that. But um, she's been very delightful to work with. She's she was on the I think she was on the Gong Show season one. But she was she took like um, what is it? One of those like um, uh, what do you do with the like when you. Uh, um, Sorry, preggy brain. Um, Bunsen burners. No, no, no. Like when you're when you're working with metal and it's like it's you're welding. Welding. She took one of. <laughs> I was like, I know it starts with a W. <laughs> she took one of those welding things and she had like a metal uh, bikini bottom on and she did it on her th- that on the Gong Show and it was crazy. Um, it's on YouTube. There was a a gal that did that um, back on Letterman back in the nineties. Like, but it was like a grinder thing. Yeah, it's like a grinding thing. And she's just like grinding her crotch. And yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was yeah. very lovely. Sparks were flying. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. New meaning for the term grinding. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And good vibrations. Anyway. <laughs> All right. But that's one of the reasons why I started learning fire eating, because I wanted to open myself up to new communities and have them respect me and want to work with me. Absolutely. Um, but I also learned drumming this year. I took three classes, and after three classes, I was like, I think I'll stick with fire eating. It's much easier. Doing sure. four limbs at one time, oh, oof, that's hard. Yeah, drumming, I mean, you got to have an act for it. But, I, you know, after the, the baby comes, uh, I, I'm thinking you're probably going to move to axe throwing. Do you think maybe you'll go to that? I mean, have you seen those rooms where you just go in? Got and one just, in Georgetown. Like, one here, isn't there one in Lexington as well? Yeah, there might be one. Is there yeah. one here? There is. Dave says there is, yeah. No, okay. the ones where you can just go in and smash things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those there's, rage yeah, rooms or something. Too, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll take that up after the baby. It's like, that's... hey, man. Do this. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm better now. Bring the baby. Put Simon's face on a couple. Things. Oh no, um, Simon's great. Honestly, I've met him a couple times, and he's she been has lovely. To say that. No, oh, I don't. I'm sure he actually is. Probably he's actually a nice guy. he's been really nice, and um, it, it, I've never had a bad experience. He just wants us to step up our game every year. Yeah. And I'm competing with my with my work last year yeah. and with myself. So sure. that's why I put my feet to the ground and I go to. 13 comedy festivals, one comedy competition this year. Um, and I still have one more comedy festival to go, which is Snow Jam Comedy Festival in South South Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at the end of January. Um, yeah, I signed up for that one before I was pregnant. No. I'm, just, I'm just thinking of myself being six months pregnant and being in the freezing tundra. But you're not going to be cold. That's going to be lovely. I was just thinking, because I've had all of my children in the winter oh, okay. um, on purpose, because when you're that big, well, I was big, you probably would be that big. 
but you just you're not as cold and it's lovely oh i did not want to be pregnant in the summer that was one thing same yeah i was when i found out i was pregnant in in september i was like oh thank god i missed the summer yeah (sighs) yeah (laughs) that'd be shitty yeah all right, well, we're uh, we're like just about out of time here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been awesome having you on the show. Thank you so Very much, much so. for, for wanting it. to do. Yeah, we were we we're driving back from the airport, and I was like, you know, it's too bad we. Uh, you know, I'd love to get you on the show. She's like, why not? Why can't we? And I'm like, well, let me. That's right. Let me, why can't we? Let me yeah. let me text some people and see if we can't make <laughs> I, that. I like happen. talking about myself anytime. <laughs> we like it too. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> That's what my boyfriend says. You like doing podcasts because all you do is talk about yourself. And I'm like, oh, I yes. talk about the industry, too. It's just, you know, I like helping people. And, and that's the, at the end of the day, you know, anyone's totally welcome to find me on Instagram at where reality meets reality. And if you ever have questions, email me, drop the podcast name, drop Josh's name. And I'm always, especially when it's coming from somebody that I know, you know, I'm always happy to give my two. If it's just like, hey, I want to be on your show. I'm just like cool but it's like hey i saw your podcast with josh you know over at comedy off broadway and i'm really interested in more information i will give that person just a little more respect so totally reach out to me i'm happy to help that's awesome well that's fantastic you got anything else uh no i stand by my parachute shit up your back comment (laughs) of course you do i mean two together how about you know shit up the back well he probably shit up his back that's what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i could not handle that you'd be you'd be on the ground laughing i would hysterically i would yeah (laughs) brandon nicole ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it folks Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to uh, you know follow the podcast, uh, like, subscribe, all that kind of things. You know, you can see it on Patreon and YouTube, and of course, you can uh, listen to it on uh, Podbean and another fifty-one other platforms currently. Yep. Uh, so definitely check us out. Please, absolutely like, follow, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Makes us smile. And, uh, you know, eventually gives us money. Um, <laughs> so don't forget to do that. Donate but the Patreon, right? Donate Patreon. Absolutely. Definitely yeah. do that. That's that's a lot of fun. Send it in. Please do, you yeah. know. And if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns about anything you've seen in this show or in the future, don't forget to check out ComedyOffBroadway.com. You can get a good idea of the different uh, guests we'll have coming in. You can always t- ask us to ask them a question. We've done that in the past. And uh, other than that, guys, we really appreciate you. And for... Nala Durrani and Brandon Nicole. I'm Josh Sarm. You guys have a good night. Hey, guys. I uh, hope you liked the video. And if, if you like the, the show, make sure you throw a like down there somewhere. There should be a like. And uh, there's a subscribe button over here. And hit the bell. And hit the bell. Yeah, ring the bell. And, uh, you know, check us out, man. Stay in touch with us. We're always putting out videos every week, and uh, it should be a lot of fun, right? Write us a letter. Yeah, write us a letter. <laughs> write us a letter. Thanks, guys. Drive me nuts. I'm not presentable. <laughs> Are you getting this, babe? <laughs> 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 <laughs>